Hi there, this is Erica, and you're listening to Mommy Needs to Eat Too, empowering bad bitches from all walks of life. Now, at the top of the show, I just want to let you know that I do have a Patreon page. If you would like access to exclusive content, maybe some bonus episodes from time to time, and you also have the ability to ask me one question every six months, or when I start having guests on the show, you can ask one question of a guest every six months. Now, without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. This story begins in middle school, as so many great stories do. My best friends were really great runners, just natural, long-distance runners, and I am not. I don't run. I don't like to run. Even if zombies were chasing me, I probably wouldn't run. Anyhow, it was middle school and I wanted to be able to hang out with my friends outside of class. So I did the only logical thing and I joined track with them. And somehow I got stuck in the long distance group, which is mind boggling to me because I just wasn't a runner. I was a good short distance runner, but long distance, not my thing. Anything over past the 400 meter, which is, um, for those of you who don't know, that's just one lap around the a typical track. <laughs> Anything more than that, not in my purview, not by any stretch. I somehow got stuck in the long distance, which ended up working out since that's where my friends were. And just spoiler alert, a stress fracture did end my track career early in middle school. So this was my first away track meet. Um, I think at this point I had run one or two at our at our school, but this was the first time we got on a bus and went to a different school to run. And wouldn't you know it, my ex-boyfriend is there, and he is on a competing team from a different school. And you know how it is in middle school. You see an ex-boyfriend, shit, even in high school. You see an ex-boyfriend and it's all straight drama, and you have to do everything you can to make yourself appear to be super happy and just outgoing and that you're having the most fun ever. So that's what I did. (laughs) And I, you probably didn't even notice to be honest, but again, I was 13 or 14. Add that stress in with this being my first track meet and I am anxiety city. So the day goes on. I was running the 800 meter. My event was at the end of the day and it's starting to get dark out. And I mean, I had been there for a good long while. So the end of the day starts coming up. The sun is starting to go down and my event is coming up in, um, I would say like three or four events. And I realize I need to pee. I'm like, okay, it's not that much longer till I run. I can hold it. And it's at that time when like, Getting up and going to the bathroom is like a humiliating experience for some reason. I guess in middle school, like nobody else went to the bathroom. I don't know. So I was, I just didn't want to get up. I didn't want to go by myself, blah, 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 blah. The sun has gone down and finally I am on deck. So I get down there and I'm standing on the track while the event before mine is finishing up. And at this time I'm like, oh, shit, I really, really have to pee. But I'm thinking, okay, there's literally no time. So you're just going to have to hold it. Keep on holding it, right? And probably, I would guess 15, 20 minutes later, 
I finally get up to the starting line to run my event. The gun goes off and I start start my jog because this is a long distance run and we don't start we don't sprint out the gate. So I'm jogging along and I realize that I'm not going to be able to hold it. Now, the logical thing to do would be to stop and just run off to the fucking bathroom, right? But that didn't seem like an option to me. That didn't even occur as an option to me because in my middle school mind, I had to run this this race and I had to finish it. So I start to slow down a little bit in an attempt to kind of keep things together. And a little bit of urine just squeaks on out. So I slow down a little bit more. And mind you, I started out pretty slowly to begin with because I, when I ran, I was one that I would start out slow and finish up really fast because obviously I was a professional. <laughs> so at this point, I'm falling to the back of the pack and I'm thinking, oh my God, my friends are all watching me. My ex-boyfriend is up there watching me. Like, oh, I am making an absolute fool of myself. And then I'm trying to run to, like, keep my knees kind of together. If you can just try to envision this with me, like, kind of running while pulling your knees in, almost like a really good core exercise. Um, and all of a sudden, it, I just, I, can't, I literally can no longer hold it, and I just piss all over myself. And at that moment, I'm just fucking humiliated. I'm thinking, oh, my God, all the people in the stands can see me peeing myself. They can see the pee all over me running down my leg. It wasn't, it wasn't running down my leg, but in that moment, that's what I thought. And so I end up finishing and I keep, I keep peeing as I'm running. It's like, I don't, I don't know if you guys remember that video with the preacher running and every time he takes a, a bounce, he, he farts. <laughs> that's like how it was with me, except I was peeing <laughs> every step, a little more urine would squeak out. <laughs> and it got to the point that I was the very, very last. I was dead last coming across that finish line, but by God, I finished. So I hurry up and I run over and get in my track pants and I pull them real quick up over my shorts. And I'm thinking, oh, please, please don't let anyone notice. I hope nobody can tell. And we get on the bus to go home. And the whole time I was just thinking, oh my God, they're going to be able to tell I peed my pants. They're going to smell it on me. They're going to see it on me. But no one ever noticed because let's be real, if they had noticed, they would have made fun of me endlessly and I probably never would have lived it down because that was fucking middle school. So if any of you Nobnoster middle schoolers are out there listening, the one away track meet that I ran, I peed on myself. True story. <laughs> and, you know, this wasn't the only time. I had a pretty intense incident of peeing on myself. I mean, let's, you know, when you're two, three years old, it happens. You know, you get outside and you're playing and you're so excited and you don't want to quit playing and you come inside and you're like, oops, didn't make it to the potty in time. That's not what I'm talking about. I would guess I was probably oh, seven or eight maybe. And my best friend lived across the street from me. Hey, girl, if you're listening, <laughs> another pee confession. And I was spending the night at her house, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and I had to pee, as one does. And I went into their bathroom, and I could not find the goddamn light switch. Now, they had a night light on, 
So it's not like I couldn't see, you know, I wasn't walking into just complete pitch blackness. For some reason, I felt the need to find that goddamn light switch and I couldn't find it. And all of a sudden, I just couldn't hold it anymore and started peeing. I just have this visual in my mind of what I thought I looked like in that moment. And it's like I was turning around in circles, kind of hopping around in circles. And I just thought that my pee was squirting out like a fountain all around me as I twirled around in a circle. (laughs) Just take a moment to envision that. And that's not how it happened. You know, my my pajamas soaked up all the urine. And uh, I went back and crawled back into my sleeping bag and prayed that I would be dry by the morning and that no one would notice and that her parents wouldn't realize that someone had peed all over their bathroom. And that was that. Yeah, I don't think I've ever told this story to anyone ever before. So there's that. I mean, shit, I'm still peeing myself. <laughs> but that's, that's because, okay, let's get it straight. That's because I had a kid in January, and for whatever reason, the first kid I didn't have these issues with, but I have, like, some incontinence issues now, and, you know, sometimes when I laugh, I pee myself a little bit. Sometimes when I cough or sneeze, I pee myself a little bit. I mean, it is what it is. Back to being seven or eight, I remember wetting the bed one time, and it was just very odd because my mom had said, you know, you never wet the bed. What what happened? What in the world? And, you know, it was just one of those weird one-off experiences. Which brings me to our fun fact of the week. Fun fact, bedwetting is one of the predictors listed in the McDonald triad. And for those of you who don't know what the McDonald triad is, it is a list of three behaviors that supposedly predict a tendency toward violence and specifically serial violence and serial killers. The three behaviors listed in the McDonald triad are arson, cruelty to animals, and enuresis, which I just learned this week is the clinical term for persistent bedwetting past the age of five at least twice a week for at least three months straight. Enuresis. E-N-U-R-E-S-I-S, enuresis. Um, By the way, I was the winner of the fifth grade spelling bee. Just had a little flashback there. But anyhow, many people now believe this to be an urban myth, that the McDonald triad does not directly correlate with becoming a serial killer. But I still like to think that maybe it does. Because when else have you heard of somebody being cruel to animals? Just serial killers. Am I right? And finally, we are going into our hashtag treat yourself segment. And what better way to segue than to talk about undergarments? So first of all, I want to say I have an issue with the P word, panties. As I've gotten older, I'm a little bit more okay with saying the word, but it just seems so dirty to me. It just has this like dirty connotation and I just don't like it. So whenever I'm speaking of women's undergarments, I will be referring to them as undergarments or underwear. And if that bothers you, well, go fuck yourself. Just kidding. But anyway, this week we're going to talk about just getting yourself a nice set of undergarments. Now for you men out there, because I did kind of leave you out last week, 
This week, I wanted to mention Duluth Trading Company. Again, not sponsored. Let's be real. This is not a plug. (laughs) There's no ad, nothing here. I'm just speaking um, on behalf of products that I have seen to work and products that I enjoy or I know other people have enjoyed in this case. But I'm sure you've seen their ads on TV. Basically, they cater to men's underwear. Some of them are very breathable. Some of them are very light. Some of them cocoon the boys. As a woman, I don't understand the necessity of that, but I could imagine that that would be much more comfortable, but I don't know. Dudes, check it out. Duluth Trading Company, they have you covered. Literally. Now, ladies, I know we've heard that most women are wearing the incorrect bra size. And that's where I would like to mention third love. Again, not sponsored, just my own experience. They have a very thorough sizing quiz that you take. And I mean, I'm telling you, it goes into depth. And as far as, you know, what shape of breast you have, that sort of thing. Do they hang to one side? Do they go off in different directions? Like, they they really get into it. So I would recommend, again, pricey. But if you need, like, I think everyone should have at least one really great fitting bra at least one in their collection. And I think Third Love is great for just about everybody. And the good thing about them is that if for some reason, you you know, you you get it and you try it on and it doesn't work, you have either 30 or 60 days to send it back for a different size. So that always helps. I really think this week, just take some time, just buy yourself a nice pair of panties. There, I said it one time. Or buy yourself a nice pair of boxers. Get yourself something nice, something comfy, something cozy. It doesn't have to be anything expensive. Just take that moment because let's be real, we, well, most of us wear underwear every single day. And it should be something that is comfortable and it doesn't detract any of your attention away from your daily tasks. I mean, that's really it. Just kind of a simple one this week. Just go, go get yourself a nice pair of underpants. Underpants. So this week, it's kind of simple. And just remember that your dreams, your desires, your wants, they all still fucking matter. And I just want to reiterate, your needs matter as well. Don't forget to take care of yourself. Because if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. And it might seem like a simple, silly thing again to just invest in a good pair of underwear, but it's going to make you feel better. And it's just a little moment for yourself, right? So go out there and check it out. Thank you so much for listening to Mommy Needs to Eat Too. If you would like some more content, please visit the Instagram page, Mommy Needs to Eat Too. That's Mommy Needs, the number two, E-A-T-T-O-O. And while you're at it, please share with your friends, share with your enemies, share with everyone you know. Please go on podchaser.com, look up Mommy Needs to Eat Too, leave me a rating, leave me a review. Feel free to slip into my DMs on Instagram and let me know what you think. Get on Facebook, let me know what you think. Leave me a comment. However you want to get a hold of me and let me know what you thought of this episode, please do so. And as I've said before, I want to hear what you think, whether good, bad, or indifferent, because this is for you. And it's for me too. This is kind of a form of therapy for me. And get on that podchaser.com. Search Mommy Needs to Eat Too and leave me a review. It would greatly help me out and I would really appreciate it. That's all for this week. Tune in next week and we'll chat then. Love you all. Bye-bye.